I was vegetarian for a while, but I'm kind of not really anymore. Kind of not really. As in, I'm eating meat now, but I still try and not eat as much meat as I did before in yeah. my full carnivorous days. Okay. Have you ever thought about going vegetarian? Yes. You have? I tried when I was about 14, maybe, um, and I was laughed at. You were laughed at? Yeah. By whom? Um, certain people. Some people <laughs> can't say. <laughs> oh, okay. but some people laughed. I yeah. Um, and said that um, meat, like a meal without meat, isn't a full meal. Ah. And that also, um, I would struggle to find to to find food oh. where I was without meat. So right. I was like, fair enough. Yeah. Um. So then I didn't. But to be fair, I have tried again in in adulthood, hmm. and. Um, I can't do it. I can, I don't eat that much meat. Mm. I eat a lot of meals without it, mm. but I kind of I, I, just, like, I crave it. That's fair. I really like burgers. Yeah, I really like spaghetti bolognese. Yeah, I love a spag bowl. Mm. I because I think I think I'm with you in like I don't want to cut it completely out of my diet, but I really do want to make a focus of cooking the bits in the meal that aren't the meat. Like I want to make. I want to make it so that everything I make would be really nice without me, you know. I want to yeah. make a focus on things that, like, on veggie meals mm-hmm. and then, you know, maybe work meat into them somehow rather than just, like, meat and then some other stuff. Meat! Meat! Yeah. Oi, oi. It's like if you were to have a steak, then the steak is the main thing and then you have loads of bits around it. Yeah. Or a Sunday dinner sometimes. Exactly. Yeah. But I think I want to move away from that. Like for a Sunday dinner, I want to focus on like making the parsnips as nice as I can. <laughs> the parsnips. They're delicious. <laughs> a honey roasted parsnip, a bit of pepper, you know, maybe I've, a bit of thyme. I have never put much thought into a parsnip. Really? Ever. Oh, they're great. In all my years. I made myself, for, so over Christmas, I made myself a veggie roast Christmas dinner because we did a work Christmas party. Yeah. But it was all remote, obviously. And I just bunged, because I was, this was when I was proper veggie, and I just bunged loads and loads of different kinds of veg in the oven for ages. I roasted parsnips, carrots, some onions. That was really, really tasty. Um, I got a bag of frozen, it was red cabbage, apple and cranberries. Ooh, that's nice. It was really good. Do you know parsnips? Parsnips. I didn't know what they were until probably early adulthood, but I'd had them, but I always thought that they were either, I can't remember, I think I either thought they were a variety of potato or a variety of carrot, but I always thought it was one or the other. Do you know what? I've always thought of them as almost like a cross between the two. Yeah, so I always thought it was one or the other, like a weird version of the other one, of one of the things, mm. um, and then and then I found out that it wasn't an official thing. About it. Yeah. They're very like carrots. They look like carrots. Thank you for the support. No, honestly, I've always thought that. They look like big they look like big white carrots. Oh Megan and Harry are having another baby. Oh, oh congratulations. So congratulations, Megan Hazar. I like they're kind of like so I don't follow royal news much. Yeah. But like it seems like they've kind of been distancing themselves a bit from the rest of the royal family in a kind of have. in a kind of way that I support. Yeah. So 
Well, I don't like how they treated Megan here. No. Oh, so oh goodness. I was no. very, very glad when they when they separated. I thought that that was very sensible and a very good decision. And I hope they're very happy. Did Piers Morgan then say some horrible stuff about them? Well, it's Piers in it. Yes, well, he has. yeah. He, he he has continuously said horrible things about Megan. Yeah. But we're not talking about Piers Morgan. No, exactly. We're not talking about Piers Morgan because this isn't that kind of podcast. This isn't that kind of podcast. This is the podcast where we talk about cheesecake. Yeah. Oh, cheesecake. We just had cheesecake. We just had some I cheesecake. I had lemon cheesecake and you had salted caramel. salted caramel, caramel cheesecake. Yeah. I love salted caramel. Mm. I don't think I've actually ever had a salted caramel cheesecake. Mm. I have salted caramel ice cream. Oh, yes. I, I love that. Yeah. But I don't have any cheesecake. Mm. I'm very much a lemon cheesecake kind of gal. Lemon cheesecake kind of gal. Or just like a plain. Just a plain. Plain or lemon. Just a plain cheesecake. Or a lemon. Bit of mascarpone on top of a buttery biscuit base. You're golden. You're all right. <laughs> Excuse you. <laughs> I like, you know, I like my cheese. I like my buttery biscuit base. Oh, yeah. Did you ever see that? It was a meme. I mean, did you ever see that? Like a proto meme. Yes, so a proto meme, like an early meme before memes were a thing. It was like it went around the internet, like a viral video when people didn't know the me- the word meme. It was one of these early. Basically, this guy cut together clips from Master Chef into a song and the main denouement of the song if you will and I, I do hope you will I will thank you was mm-hmm. Greg Wallace the was it yeah. Greg Wallace the chef uh, oh, I know the name but I don't know probably not is it Greg Wallace I don't know leave a comment no I know you can't hold on let me google Greg Wallace please hold holding media personality oh co-presenting master chef yeah that's him Greg Wallace I don't think he's a chef. Is he a chef? I think he was a chef. I mean, otherwise he wouldn't be a judge on MasterChef, right? Well, he could just be a food critic. Broadcaster, writer, entrepreneur, media personality, and television presenter. Hmm. No. Okay. He was a former greengrocer. Former greengrocer? Yeah. Anyway, please proceed. Basically, it was a song they made out of clips from him. um, Clips of him on MasterChef talking... uh, talking about the buttery biscuit base of a cheesecake and the kind of main bit of the song went like I like the base 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 I like the buttery biscuit base I like the base I like the buttery base I like the buttery biscuit base and it was just very and it was a whole like four minute song of just clips from Greg Wallace talking about this buttery biscuit base and it was fantastic it was it was very good and everybody oh everybody at my school was talking about it they loved it they loved the buttery biscuit base everyone in your school everyone at my school every no one single in my one no no I'm trying to think of the time when it was a thing but I feel like there's a certain subset of people you could walk up to them and go buttery biscuit base and they'd be like I know what you mean oh I see am I not in the subset well obviously I don't well, know well apparently but did you, not but did, you, but did you know before no you said it to me that I wouldn't be in the subset of people that well when I said buttery biscuit base you thought I would know I was extending a branch yeah I was oh. being like maybe she's heard of it I'm so sorry hey it's alright I know. didn't mean to let you down I, I think I think I'll recover will you do you need time? I know I can never forget, mm-hmm. but I will try to forgive. <sighs> That's what I can ask. Here's a headline from the mirror this week. My girlfriend thinks my tattoo is for her. I don't have the heart to tell her the truth. 
Oh, no. So this was a Reddit, Reddit thread. Yeah. Um, oh, was it on like... It's become very popular. Was it on relationships or something? R slash relationships. There's a subreddit called relationships where I, people post... I don't know. I saw the Mirror article. I didn't see the Reddit. Oh, fair enough. Okay. It was on Reddit. It was on Reddit. So... She always wanted him to get a tattoo. She likes the tattoo. She always encouraged him to get it. And he, but he, he would, but he wanted to wait for something that was truly meaningful to him. Right. So backstory of this man's tattoo. Mm. He is a huge American football fan. Okay. And he's always been a fan of Tom Brady. Okay. American footballer. Yes. Quarterback. I think I've heard of him. Quarterback. Yep. Oh, they're the big guys, aren't they? Like on the quarterbacks, the really strong they're the, they're, in the in the high school America in the American high school movies, they're the popular ones. They're the popular ones. The mm-hmm. quarterback. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I feel like that's what I know them from. So in so he won his seventh Super Bowl ring, which is a big deal. Okay. Kind of like here where we get like the golden boot. Oh wow! So big deal. Oh, that is anyway, a big deal. So when he won the seventh Super Bowl ring, then this guy was like, yeah. Something meaningful. Meaningful. So he got a tattoo of a number 12 in the colour blue. So number 12 is Tom Brady's number that he's always had. And then the blue is the is for the team, the New England Patriots, that Brady has been in for 20 years, over 20 years, right? Right. So he gets that. And he goes home to his girlfriend, all excited, saying, I finally found something meaningful enough to me. Shows her the tattoo. She immediately starts crying. And she's saying to him how getting a tattoo of the year we started dating is so beautiful and romantic. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, no. And he can't then turn around and go... He hadn't made the connection that they'd started dating in 2012 or that she would just, like, realise that. It hadn't occurred to him. So then he gets a chance to pull it back, but he ruins it. So she says to him, but why is it blue? And he could say it's blue for the New England Patriots. He could have then gone, look, you know. But what he did say instead... It's her favourite colour. For her blue eyes. Oh! Oh, Now, the problem is, is that he had told his brothers and his friends before he got the tattoo. Oh, no! So now he's trying to decide if he should tell her or lie to her. But his issue is, if he doesn't tell her the truth, then he said, having to lie about the tattoo to people every time I'm asked about it for the rest of my life would tear me apart. Exactly. He, he, that, that is but for he's him. He's scared to tell her. Because for one, he's led her to believe that. Two, yeah. she started crying. And yeah. three, he doesn't want her to think that that means that Tom Brady means more to him, which obviously is not true. Obviously it's just it's that true. Tom Brady has been in his life for a very long time. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's the that's the issue that he's having right now. Yeah. What would you do? Well, so I'm I'm a tattooed gentleman. Yes. I have two tattoos. Yes. And they are very personal. Yeah. To me. Yeah, but let's say you you okay, so you have one tattoo, one of the one of his tattoos is the planets, right? What one of my tattoos. But not Pluto, even though like Pluto counts in my heart. Pluto Pluto counts in my heart. Pluto That's Oh the dwarf planet, right. Sorry, I just because my so tattoos anyway. of the planet. <laughs> so anyway, Pluto. So <laughs> So he has a bunch of uh, the tattoos of the you know, the planets. And so he, you're talking so about me, not you. about this guy. No, you. Yeah, to, them. to them. To them, he. yeah. Me, I have, yeah. Tim has the, a tattoo of the planets. I do. So let's say 
that you were with someone, you had a girlfriend, and you went and you got a tattoo. Or boyfriend, yeah. sorry, I don't mean to say. I had a partner. I had a, partner. A, 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 a significant other. A significant other. And the, you went and got the tattoo, the significant other came home, and you were thinking, in your head, like, I went and I got the planets, because when, um, I don't know. Well, because, My reasons for it. Because, yeah, the reasons you got it. The reasons the, I got the it. The reasons you got it. Yeah. And then he goes... Or they go. My boyfriend. Your partner then goes, Oh my gosh, I can't believe you got a tattoo of the planets because you remember that time that I told you the story that I went and went to NASA and then looked and saw the planets and I got really excited and thought about being an astronaut for a bit. It was the story that I told you on our first date. I can't believe you did that. Mm. What would you do? So, uh, in that exact situation, I think I'd probably go, well, yeah. Very mind, they're crying. They're crying. I'd be they're like, crying. it's like, well, it's you, so you know, it's like, hey, you know, and then I'd be like, the planets are something we both share, you know, space is a love we both share, and I got this because of my love of it, and Ooh. not because of you. Well, I don't know. Okay, like, with the t- basic, I think he should definitely tell his girlfriend. It's going to be, to, to be It'll fair. be difficult. So if, if, let's say this red, so this article came out in, February, uh, well, today, the time we're recording it today. Um, so let's say they, they've been together for nine years. The likelihood, obviously, in his plan, in his life plan, they're going to be together forever. Yeah. So this is a very, this is a long very term issue. This isn't right to... now. This is just, it's literally for the rest of his life. Yeah. You yeah. have to keep this up. Oh, that would hurt so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How would you tell her? She's excited. He's already. It's a. It like, have to sit it down. Have to, too, sit, you know, have to sit it, it down. Have to sit it down. It sort of already feels like it's gone too far, though. That, well, this is the problem, and this is why you have to do these things straight away. Well, I know, but the problem oh, is, it's too late. It's obviously. too late. He can't do it straight away. So, yeah, well, one, he should have told her straight away. Two, okay. she shouldn't have. She should have asked what it meant rather than assuming. Well, to be fair, she immediately started crying, so I think that was that was an automatic reaction. That's fair enough. Yeah, but. He should have. He should have said something straight away, because if his first instinct was to lie, well, he didn't. He didn't deny it, and then. But he then lied. he actively lied but then he about lied, the blue. Yeah. yeah, and that is a you know he he shouldn't have done that. But for now, I think he kind of has to sit her down and and explain it to her. I think. It'd be hard, you know. I, you know, I, you know me. I'm conflict averse. I don't like having difficult conversations. You don't no. at all. Not even a little bit. Not even a tiny weeny bit. No. But um, no, I think he, he needs to tell her the truth. <sighs> you know, my tattoo is actually incorrect. So the other, the second tattoo I have is. Well, the the first one is incorrect too because it doesn't have Pluto. So. Oh, my first one is of the eight planets in the solar system. Minus Pluto. Minus Pluto. Oh, but Pluto is... is A planet. What's the ninth uh, celestial body that was They redefined what planets means to exclude Pluto. Do you know why? Don't. I know why, but that's not relevant. Oh, why do you... Th- why? Well, isn't it because there was another one that's the site well, was bigger than Pluto? Yeah, they found another one that was bigger. Yes, I know. Well, and then, then they were like, well... Well, we then they could have upgraded it and had ten... <laughs> Well, no, but the, what they were saying was, does this mean there are like hundreds of planets? Because there are probably way more out there that are yeah. this big. Yeah. Maybe there are. There are. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine, God. So you have the tattoo. The other correct. one is a map of the galaxy. And 
it had lines to 14... So if, you, if, if you're following along at home, Google <laughs> Golden Record Pulsar Map. Because it's a map using pulsars, which I'll explain in a minute, that they put on the Golden Record that they sent off in the Voyager Space Probe. A pulsar is a star that's flashing really, really, really fast. Mm-hmm. And at a very specific frequency. Mm-hmm. So my tattoo and the map has lines on it drawn from where we are, Earth, mm-hmm. to 14 pulsars mm-hmm. and another line to the centre of the galaxy. Mm-hmm. And along each, really cool, along each line, it has in binary the frequency of the mm-hmm. pulsar that it points to. And I, it's wrong, basically, because A, when they first made the map, they made the map in the 60s uh-huh. before they could map these things accurately. Oh. So the frequencies aren't necessarily, like, they've put them to... They've put them to greater. Um, they've put them to greater degrees of precision than they were actually able to measure. So they kind of just guessed a bunch. Yeah. Um, two, the position of the Earth in the galaxy changes. The position of all of these things changes over time. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be incorrect. C three. I I I. The love. <laughs> <laughs> The frequency of these things changes over time. Uh-huh. And there are, for, there are like tens of thousands of pulsars in the galaxy. Okay. It turns out. Okay, so at the time of getting it, would it have been correct to your knowledge or no? No, I knew it wasn't okay. particularly accurate. But I didn't get it. I guess, yeah, no, I didn't get it to be an accurate map. I got it. So there wasn't an accurate version that you decided not to get. No, there that was, was no just the, the version that existed. Exactly, it's the only version that exists. So I have on my body permanently mm. the the exact version that was on the golden record, and part of that is is why well, it was important cool. to me. Exactly, exactly. I think part of it is I was getting the exact version. Part of it is this like it's this you know this this connection to the sort of wonder with which people back in the sixties were looking out in the world. Part of it is like. Even if it isn't an accurate depiction of our place in the universe, it's a representation of our place in the universe. Okay, so this is going to make it very clear how different we are. (laughs) That's the tattoo you got and the reasons why you got it. I want a tattoo. Faith, trust and pixie dust. That's good. Why? Because cute. It is cute. Two? Yeah. Because I like it. Yeah. See, okay. Can I just say you only need the first two; those are easy reason enough to get a tattoo. But also because, well, to be fair, there is there is another me because there there was a time where I started saying it when there wasn't really when there were certain things where there wasn't a reason to be hopeful about it, so I couldn't. So I would just say faith, trust, and pixie dust. I think you should get it. Where do you want to get it? Well, you see, right? Okay. So here's the thing: I wanted it on my ribs. Yeah. But then, Painful. yeah, but then even though I would see it, I started to become, I'm not that, well, okay. So I started to dress more modestly and therefore once nobody, you like, not, it just won't, it'll be hidden a lot, mm. which, you know, that's a bit boring. And well. Well, I know, but I want to see it too. Yeah. And I want to, so if I have pictures of, of, of times, if I go somewhere, wherever, and I take a picture, I want to look back at it and I want to see it. Yeah. And I won't see it if it's on my ribs. That's fair. And then, so then that's one. And then I did one, um, 
thing is i would like somewhere more of it so i i used to want tattoos on my wrist and on my my legs and on um my fingers but then because of the problem with um professionalism oh Um, you're not supposed to have visible tattoos (laughs) i Um, I really hate you know i think that's changing it's it is changing but it hasn't changed enough for me to be certain that it won't affect me Mm. even though i have a job right now but you don't know how things exactly we are currently in a pandemic so we're not talking about it Um, I think the next one I'm going to get is going to be on my forearms. Be yeah. A bit, bit more visible than the ones I've got already. I feel like you're okay in yours. Oh, definitely. Though. I tech, think... tech, is, tech, tech seems to be okay in that term. Yeah. They tend to be moving forward a lot faster than other industries in terms of how they treat their employees definitely. and what's acceptable and stuff. Yeah. So. I've seen people around the office with full sleeves. Yeah. There's a support group in Grand Rapids... For people named Karen. <laughs> so basically, what what state was this in? Michigan. Mm-hmm. There's a group of people called Karen in West Michigan mm-hmm. who are unhappy with the bad rep that people called Karen are getting. Oh, no. Which, you know, fair enough. Like, if there's a kind of... <laughs> I, I know. And... But... Like, I, I, I do kind of identify it. Like, a name, like, it's a stereotype. Yes. And people have attributed a particular name to it. Like, yes. if someone then decided, like, I don't know, Tim's were, you know, like, um, uh, brash individuals who mm-hmm. were horrible. Yeah. And, and, oh, you're such a Tim came into common usage. I wouldn't be very happy about it. Okay. So I get it. All right. But let me read you this and... We will make our own judgment on this particular Karen. (laughs) (laughs) You should be a super, like, such a Karen. She (laughs) says the idea came to her after she was out to eat, and she did, in fact, ask for the manager, and then her son accused her of being a Karen. (laughs) So, (laughs) some thoughts about that. (laughs) Okay. So she she literally did actually ask to speak to the manager for a thing. And her son was like, oh, you're such a Karen. And she was like, um, just because I'm actually called Karen and just because I did actually ask to speak to the okay, manager. Okay, here's the thing. Here's the thing, right? Yeah. Now, there are stereotypes in the world. There are. There are. And it's unfortunate when some, one person within the stereotype, within what, you know... Yes. Lives up to it. Yes. And then therefore it's like a confirmation Perpetuates of it. Perpetuates the stereotype. Which yes. is which is unfortunate. It is unfortunate. However, to have that happen in a really... So all it was is that your son said, ugh, you're a Karen. And then she created a support group. It's a very Karen move. It's a really Karen <laughs> move. So... So, okay, to, to, to be fair, by support group, it's not like they sit around in a thing and talk about their problems. It's actually more like they, it's called, oh, what's it called? Karen's for the community. Yeah. And so the point is they're going out and doing good in the community. So trying to reclaim Karen, <laughs> not reclaim Karen, but they're trying to, let, look, we're a bunch of people called Karen and we're actually doing good for the community. I mean. Which is better than just sitting around and crying Complaining about it. about it. Okay, do you know what? That's fine. It's. It's that's fine. There's okay. <laughs> I I feel I feel 
mm. may not be correct. I feel mm. that is stupid. However, <laughs> however, however, <Resume. laughs> however, whatever reason people have to start doing good things is a good reason. Absolutely. So regardless of how it happened or the fact that it was such a current move, the fact that they're doing a really good thing, doing good things in the community is excellent. Yeah, there's definitely something to be said for as long as you are doing a good thing, I don't necessarily care about your motives. Agree. Me too. I don't at all. Because people people have this thing where, um, like, for example, somebody let's say if somebody famous gives to charity and they're like, oh, they're only doing it because they're about they're promoting a movie and they want you to think they're good. And I was like, I actually don't care. They did it. Mm. it do, it, do you know what I mean? It really doesn't matter to me. Uh, yeah. Obviously, well... I don't know. I think... I think... I don't know. I think my view of high-profile... high-profile large donations to charity is a bit nuanced, but we don't need to get into it now. But I, I do agree with you that, like, a good thing has happened... Money has gone to charity, and that is a good thing. Yeah. I mean, there are things behind everything, but the baseline is, is that as a result of whatever it is, yeah, something good has happened. Yes, and that regardless. is something to be celebrated. And I that's agree. just, you know, and I don't really care about the other things that have I agree. to do with it. Yeah. 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 No, I'm with you. Thank you. We supported this charity. I was in a singing group in university. I may have told you about it. Mm. <laughs> it's called Out of the Blue. What is it? Is it Out, Out of, of the Blue. Yeah. Out of the Blue. Yeah. The joke here is that I have talked about it a lot. <laughs> but we 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 were a non-profit and we did everything. We gave everything to this specific Oxford-based charity, which was a, um, it was a child hospice. Oh, cute. Mm, yeah. I don't think you is the appropriate word for that, but... No. <laughs> Do you want to do an improv sesh for the thing? For Should we do an improv bit? sesh to finish it? Yeah. Yeah, okay. <clears throat> you start. Why don't you prompt it? Okay. Okay. Um, what did you do with the cake? Okay. Now, I know this is going to sound unbelievable. Okay. But you remember last week the, yeah. the incident at the stadium? The blue thing. The blue thing, yeah. yeah. The, 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 the blue whale yeah. at the stadium. Yeah. There was a. Basically, I gave it to the survivors. I thought, you know, they've. I mean, they were, you know, they were all soaked after it and and bedraggled and wet, and the whale crushed some of their homes. And. Okay, I get it. And I don't mean to be horrible, but do they need the cake? It was. Okay. It was the first. Four-tiered cake I had ever made. And it was incredibly impressive. What? Well, yeah. You just gave it to some random people that got soaked by a whale. I, like, oh, boo-hoo. Oh, uh, well, I mean, look, I, I I wanted to do more, you know. I really did. But, you know, I mean, what were we going to do with that cake? Eat it. Well, oh, an entire four-tiered cake? Yeah. That's a lot of tears. I Think know. of all the tears they were crying. I know this. Sorry, this this isn't the time. It's not. Like it's not funny. I'm really it's sorry. not funny at all. I spent so much time on it. Oh, it was. It looked incredible as well, and it it was really tasty. Uh, I'm sorry. Okay, I, I, I had a bit when I gave it. To the, I wanted to make sure that it was you. I wanted to make sure 
that it was good to give. To, I mean, obviously. Oh, so it, you thought that it wouldn't be good? Oh no, oh, uh, no, that's not what I meant. This is just like my 18th birthday oh. when I made the lemon drizzle cake. Oh, don't bring up the drizzle cake again. I will. I made the lemon drizzle cake, oh. and then you went. That was <sighs> well. That was. <sighs> Look, he was really upset. Okay, he had just broken up with his boyfriend, and. I thought he needed a pick-me-up. And yes... But th- but you... Okay, fine. That's fine. But you didn't have to warn him and say, well, it's actually not that good. Oh, uh, well, look, I, hey, I didn't know how good it was going to be. You should have. Well, uh, in fairness, this was the first cake you'd made for the two of us. I made you other things. Uh, the profiteroles don't count. They're really hard. Well, okay, fine. They are really hard, but they're not cakes. Thank you.